0: Blog Talk radio.
1: You are now listening to CLNS radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now.
0: a dream, a dream, that was
1: started to live Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. They gonna love me for my ambition. ambition. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. He did
0: a dream, a dream, that it's harder to live yeah.
1: Here's your host, Simo Buckley. They gonna let me for my
0: ambition. ambition. Welcome on in Welcome. to the Hooper's Log. He did
1: a dream, a dream, that was to live I hope that sounds good. Uh, it's been... Oh. It's it's been crazy. I mean, it's been a long time. This show has been going for me at least for a long time. I mean, I I can't be proud. Excuse me. I'm I'm trying to test some things here. I'm on direct connect. Uh, hopefully, y'all can hear me. And if you can, the phone number is three two three six four two one five five eight. Is the number. I mean, it, it's been it's been such a long time. I mean, I am more than excited to move on to NBA lead. And if you're listening live to the show right now, hopefully you can hear me. Um, I'm going to test myself on here in just a moment. Um, But I'm out of here. CLNS has been so thoroughly gracious to me in allowing me being a part of this uh, platform and what I've done with this thing for the last year and a half. Um, I, I, I can't be more grateful from guys like Nick Jelso, uh, guys of that nature to really help me be a part of something like this. Um, you know, for the most part, it's, it's something that I have truly been blessed to be a part of. And don't get me wrong. It's been a lot of hard work. Um, I could have done a lot better with this, uh, from the standpoint of being involved In the promoting and the marketing and all that stuff, I I could have been more involved. I could have been better. And um, the improvements that I've made have really been all self-identified and self-affiliated. I'd never really applied myself as much as I wish I could have uh, through CLNS. And uh, today is the last episode that I'll be a part of on CLNS, and I'll give more I'll give more credit where credit's due and I and I'll kind of go back in time. And, and also, this is the last episode of the year and tonight is a big time free agency spot. For those of you that are willing to call in and talk about the free agency rumors out there, please feel free to do so. The phone number is 323-642-1558 is the number. And I I it, it it's kind of a weird time. You know, we we are we are in the Eve stages of what to expect and what to see in the NBA before really a lot of guys change. I mean, I have the list in front of me as we sit here and talk. I have the list in front of me of what we got to expect here starting tomorrow, and, and there's a lot of changes coming. There are going to be an absolute dime a dozen changes. Kevin Hart, let's get it going, shall we?
0: All right, all right, all right.
1: Gonna learn today. I'm going to miss Kevin Hart. Um, hopefully, when we get to the NBA lead, we'll get you more information on that as time moves forward. Uh, but we got a ton of free agents coming up. And again, feel free to call in. The phone number is 323 642 1558, is the number. We have 164 free agents that are in line to get a payday of one or another. Now, a lot of those guys aren't necessarily the big time feature guys. In fact, I would say there's about 32, maybe 35 guys that are legitimate guys in the conversation that are marquee must-get. I wouldn't call them marquee. There's probably about 10, 15 guys that are marquee must-have guys. Um, And of those guys, we're going to mention them here in just a moment. Um, Obviously, LeBron James is a free agent. He opted out of his contract. Will he go anywhere? I don't think so. In fact, I'll give you my prediction here. Um, in just a moment, um but it's one of those things where you know when it comes to when it comes to the free agency period it's weird because what, what do we expect? what are we here to expect in the the NBA free agency period I don't know. I mean, realistically, I we have all these people, all these rumors, all this gossip, all this BS that's rolling around on what to expect and what we think is going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we really don't. I mean, LeBron says he's going to stay in Cleveland. I, I think he will. Dwight Howard is not staying in Houston. He, there's no possible way. Kevin Durant, 90% chance he says he stays in Oklahoma City, but there's still that 10% chance. This kind of leaks back in. To what we saw in the Western Conference Finals and in the NBA Finals, you know, just because a team's up three-one doesn't mean the series is over. It's the same thing with what Kevin Durant's saying. You know, ninety percent chance of staying in Oklahoma City. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Kevin Durant has a sh- a big shot, if any other shot, of finding a way to, to get somewhere else and be more successful. I, I hope I personally think he'll stay in Oklahoma City, but I'll talk about that later. Dwayne Wade is a free agent. Who knows where he's going to go? Realistically, I, I have no idea what to expect of a guy in Dwayne Wade heading into free agency now at the age of 34, heading really down the, the 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 end of his career at this point. Dwayne Wade's on the on the end of his prime. He's done with his prime. Now he's on the back stages of his career, probably with a good two three years left in his career that he can play well enough to be to be a a, a marquee point but he's not going to be a superstar player anymore. He was a superstar this year, but for the most part, he's not going to be that 25 a night guy anymore. He just can't, can't do it. 13 years in the league, 34 years of age. He's not going to be able to last that much longer just from the standpoint of health and longevity alone. Nicholas Batum, a big time pickup for someone. If they can get him, he may, the more than likelihood he's going to go back to Charlotte, but we'll see there Al Horford, big time guy. Nobody knows where he's going to go. Nobody knows what Al Horford's going to do. Moving forward in this free agency period, he played every single game this year for the Atlanta Hawks. Big time guy there. Could go anywhere. Who knows? DeMar DeRozan, another guy on the stocking list. Mike Conley, another big name. Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, Jamal Crawford, and then Andre Drummond and Hassan Whiteside. Those are some massive, massive names in the NBA world that could be on the move this offseason and who knows where they're going to go. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in July here over the next uh, 20, 240 hours, 250 hours in the NBA. I mean, it, it is going to be a seize fest like no other. I'm more than pumped to talk about it here with you. Again, if you'd like to call in the phone number is 323-642-1558 is the number. Um, if you want to call in and talk about the free agency landscape that's about to take place, Jump on in. I, I started the show a little bit early, um, and I'm going to give you my prediction on who I think is going to go where here on episode 155, the final installment of the Hoopers Log on CLNS Radio. It will be moving over to, uh, it'll be moving on over to NBA Lead starting next week. Uh, we're thinking Tuesday, July 5th. If not, it will be sometime guaranteed next week for sure. Um, we'll do one episode next week. The week after that, we'll do one more a break until we get to the Olympics. So we got two episodes in July, and then we'll move right on into the Olympics at the beginning of August and we'll do that here through uh we'll do it through multiple multiple uh outlets of media realistically. I mean you're talking about the media from the standpoint of maybe we'll do it through Skype Hangouts, uh do it through uh recording sessions, through that. Uh maybe we might even sign up for Blog Talk Radio and do it again through here. Um, All that information will be available for you eventually. Uh, If you want to know where all that's at, go to my Twitter, at SEMOBuckets253, and you will find where all the links to the shows will be. And that's where everything will go. Also, follow at NBA Lead. That's where I'll go to. Obviously, this is at CLNS Radio. My man, Nick Jelso, he started me off on this journey a while back. We'll get to that at the end of the show. Um, About a year and a half ago. It's been a while. I mean, I've been a part of this team for over a year and a half and it's it's been quite the ride uh, i'll talk about that at the end of the show but let's let's give me i'll give you my predictions on who i think is going to go where i forgot to mention some more guys on the on the free agency list that's coming up here the christmas list i should say for a lot of teams in the nba for who they want to get going chandler parsons is another fantastic solid big man name that could or a uh, solid small forward name that could be picked up by a team al jefferson's another solid guy luwild dang brandon jennings marvin williams bradley beal Courtney Lee, and also uh, Dion Waiters is another name, uh, Trevor Booker. You got Harrison Barnes, Maurice Spates, Evan Turner, Randy Foy, Maurice Harkless, Bismack, Denantes Donantes, Montiunis, Evan Fournier, and then we also got guys like Jared Sollinger, and I believe we also have Jordan Clarkson, who's also available in the free agency period. Uh, Some of those guys are unfortunately uh, restricted free agents. You got a guy – and uh, Deion Waiters, uh, Bradley Beal's also a restricted free agent. Um, you have Harrison Barnes, Maurice, uh, Harrison Barnes, not Maurice Spade. Andre Drummond's also a restricted free agent. You also have Maurice Harkless, Bismarck, uh, excuse me, uh, Deontes Montiunis, Evan Fournier, Jared Sullinger, Miles Plumley, Festus Azili, restricted free agents, Ian Clark, Alan Crabb, Troy Daniels, Isaiah Canaan. Those are all smaller named guys, but you got a lot of guys on this list. That are mu- Jordan Clarkson is also a restricted free agent. There's, there's quite a bit that are restricted free agents. Um, but for the most part, it is going to be a free agency for the, for the ages. I mean, I, I said it myself, you know, kind of when I was talking to, uh, for those of you listening, you'll listen to me on Fox Sports Radio later on today, uh, about how I talked about how there's so many guys in this free agency period that are Big time names. I mean, just big time. Like I said, 32 to 35 guys that are big time names, and I could make the case that there's about a hundred guys in this free agency period that you'll find going to other teams because there's a hundred of them because there's so many guys that want to get paid this summer, deservedly so. Obviously, go for the money, but there's about a hundred guys in this list of free agency, uh, free agents of 164 that could be serious contributors to other teams now will they be big time contributors that's up for debate it's obviously all circumstantial who knows um and a lot of them are risky but solid talented players that can really impact the league obviously a bunch of guys were drafted this offseason a lot of things could happen in that landscape as well uh there's a lot to delve into over the next 10 days in the nba and you can follow me on twitter again at simobuckets 253 and and i will be on top of it all the, the next 10 days in the middle of summer here in July, as we talk NBA free agents, I'll definitely do one show in the middle of it and one show at the end. And you'll definitely get to hear our take on that on at the NBA lead. So where do I think these guys are going to go again? Call in the phone number is three, two, three, six, four, two, one, five, five, eight here on CLNS radio. And this is my prediction. LeBron James is, is obviously the biggest named free agent coming out for this year. LeBron, LeBron's going to stay in Cleveland. I think LeBron's going to sign a one-year deal, maybe a one-year one-option, um, so that he can maybe re-sign again next year uh, if he wants to, depending upon what happens. I think he's going to re-sign in Cleveland. I think next year is a whole different debate, but I think this year he does stay in Cleveland. Kevin Durant, where will Kevin Durant go? Everyone wants to know where Kevin Durant's going to go. Reports are saying that Kevin Durant's going to stay at a ninety percent chance of staying in Oklahoma city. I I think that's the best option for him, especially if he wants to win an NBA championship. I think if he stays in Oklahoma city and Oklahoma city can find a way to muster up a year like they did last year with the better talent that they have now, they're going to be an absolutely traumatizing team. I mean, you talk about Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Victor Oladipo, and then you bring in potentially, they're talking about potentially Al Horford going there as well. I'll give you my predictions on Al Horford in a moment, But Kevin Durant, he's got to stay in Oklahoma City if he wants to keep this team afloat. I mean, he can be dumb and go to a big-time team with no option of winning a championship, or he can go to a big-time market and make the cash he deserves. But if you want to win a championship now, you got to stay in Oklahoma City. I mean, you have to. And if you don't, I really don't know what to say, Kevin Durant. I really don't. So for that, I think Kevin Durant's going to stay in Oklahoma City uh, on a uh, uh, one-year, two-year option. Uh, I just kind of like LeBron James. He's going to do, do exactly what LeBron James is going to do. Cause you forget next year, the cap goes up one more time. Everyone's talking about Dwight Howard and where he might go for the Houston Rockets. Um, I think the best place for Dwight Howard to be hundred percent honest, and I know this is going to sound really odd to say, but I think the best place for Dwight Howard to go is the Boston Celtics. And I know a lot of teams don't want to deal with a guy like Dwight Howard, from the standpoint of him being a very frustrating player uh, in the way he plays, the mentality he plays on the basketball court. But what the Boston Celtics need is a guy who can average you 17 and 11, which last year he averaged about 18 and 12. But they need a guy like that. I mean, they need a guy who can do that on a nightly basis and average those kind of numbers. He stayed healthy last year, 71 games. That's, that's pretty solid for a guy like Dwight Howard. I think for the Boston Celtics, the one thing that they are lacking is size and a superstar player. Now, is Dwight Howard a superstar? Look, the guy is 30 years old. He is clearly in the middle of his prime, but he still has lingering problems when it comes to his from time to time. I think Dwight Howard's going to be a fantastic option. I think he's going to be I think he's going to do great. I think Dwight Howard's going to be fine. I just think that no matter where he goes, he's going to anticipate being the number one guy. And I think with that being said, Dwight is a guy who's very sensitive. He's got a very, I mean, I've heard, we've heard it here on the show, past shows, we've talked about it. Dwight Howard is a very, you know, Nancy prancy type guy. He's just, he's just not solid to the core when it comes to his personality and who he is. He's going to want to be the number one option somewhere. And, I think that's not going to happen if he wants to go to a successful organization. But I think Dwight Howard's best place to go is the Boston Celtics. And I and I think what he's looking for is a four year max deal, which is what I've been hearing. He's not gonna get a four year max, but he's gonna get a quite a bit of money. In fact, he's left he's leaving money on the table to go and be in free agency. He left twenty two plus million dollars on the table on his option. He's not gonna get that kind of money going wherever he's gonna go. He's not. He's actually leaving money on the table. So unless Dwight Howard's delusional or if the Brooklyn Nets pick him up, who have a ton of cap room. There's there's just no way he's going to be a big option. I honestly think Dwight Howard is going to go to the Boston Celtics. I think he will. I think uh, the Boston Celtics will pick him up. And with Jalen Brown, Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, all those guys, I think that's a great option for them to start a guy like Dwight and hopefully build around the correct pieces to get them back the contention in the Eastern Conference. And if Dwight wants to win and wants to make a lot of money, that's the best option for him, I think, in my opinion, because I don't think very many other teams are going to offer him what he's looking for. So I think Dwight Howard is going to actually go to the Boston Celtics. Dwayne Wade, I think Dwayne's going to stay in Miami. I think Dwayne's going to do this thing where he's going to go to these separate cities. He's talking about talking to the Spurs, potentially the Mavericks or other teams like that. Look, Dwayne Wade, if he knew what's best for him, he would keep his legacy in Miami and stay there for the rest of his career. I don't think he will ultimately retire as a Miami Heat, but I think if he knew what's best for him, he would sign a one-year, one year, uh, one year two-something. He's trying to sign a four-year deal so he can end his career. That's all Dwayne Wade's trying to do right now. He's trying to find the respect level of getting the amount of money he deserves. And he's not going to get that. It's a lot like Dwight Howard from the standpoint of money. Dw- Dwayne Wade is nowhere near what Dwight Howard people are talking about Dwight Howard on. It's, it, ain't, it ain't anywhere near that. But from the standpoint of finances, Dwayne Wade feels disrespected financially, which is fair. It's a fair statement. But at the same time, Dwayne Wade is a guy that is barring near the end of his career and 34 years old. And he's going to walk in next year turning 35. And he may only have two, three years left on those legs. I think if Dwayne Wade was smart, he would sign a one-year option in Miami, see what happens, just just see what happens in Miami, see who signs there, maybe leave a couple of It's all going to depend. Dwayne Wade's kind of like, what would you call it? Dwayne Wade's kind of like silly putty in the the whole scenario of this. He may leave money on the table if a guy like Kevin Durant, Al Horford, um Dirk Nowitzki these big name guys go to Miami because if they do Dwayne Wade's taking money off the table to try and win another championship at least for one year because last year he was outstanding he signed a 20 million dollar deal and he was absolutely fantastic Dwayne Wade was outstanding last season for what he was worth 20 million dollars he, he he was worth every penny of it especially in the postseason when he showed up he was great um but Dwayne Wade is a guy that is going to, be, he's going to be a very tricky substance this offseason. I, I think the chances of him going somewhere else are there, but I think it's a lot like Kevin Durant. He's going to stay in Miami, see what happens, build that legacy again one more time, but I still think that there's an outside shot that he might go somewhere else, and if I'm a Spurs fan, look, I'm going to be honest. I know manager Nobley's coming back one more year. I know that guy is, is, is pretty much done in his career. He's got one more year left, but you talk about an opportunity to get a guy like Dwayne Wade at the near the end of his career with a guy like Tim Duncan potentially coming back who picked up his 5.6 million dollar option off the bench, you know, off the off the table. You know, you got guys like that coming back. The Spurs are still a very 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 deep squad. And then you put a guy in Dwayne Wade in there, I mean, you talk about a team that would be complete. If they got a guy like Dwayne Wade, you can still take it to the hole with the best of them. Still has finesse moves of the best of them. He can put together one or two more years with San Antonio, potentially. That would be a big move. But I think Miami's going to pick him back up, and I think Dwayne Wade's ultimately just gonna go flirt around for a bit and then come back to Miami and sign another deal, maybe for a couple years, just to see what's up with that. A lot like Kevin Durant, a lot like LeBron James, one year, one option one year, uh two year option. That's what he's gonna pull in that card right there. Nicholas Batum. This is a very this is a very interesting circumstance. I think if Charlotte knew what was best for him, they would sign this guy to a max four year deal, if not five years. Because this guy is worth every penny. I mean, he is a baby LeBron. He plays like LeBron James, just doesn't average the same stats as LeBron. He does the exact same thing that LeBron James does right now, which is spread the floor, makes great passes, has good vision, uh, really good shooter from the outside. In fact, probably a better shooter from the outside than LeBron. He gets his teammates involved. He's a great piece. I think he's going to get his money this offseason. If Charlotte knew it was best for him, they'd sign him to a four-year max deal, if not a five-year max deal, get him in his entire prime and make him the face of that organization because he really is the new face of that organization, getting them to the postseason last year, being a big-time solidifying piece that they need, and in fact, being a cornerstone that that this franchise can finally build around. If Michael Jordan knew it was best for him, he would sign this guy to a max deal right now starting tonight at midnight on, uh, at 9 o'clock Pacific, 12.01 a.m. Eastern time. It's going to be a big-time selection show here in the next four hours. It's a big-time thing, and I think that, I think the Charlotte Hornets need to re-sign a guy like Nicholas Batum, Al Horford. Look, it, it would be so unjust and unfair to sit here and tell you that I know where Al Horford's going to go. I honestly have no idea where Al Horford's going to go. There are so many options to be a hundred percent honest. I think what's going to happen. Uh, he can go to so many places. Look, the Lakers, potentially, obviously Oklahoma City's being talked about the Indiana Pacers would be a great fit for him. The Dallas Mavericks would be a great fit for him. Golden state would be a great fit. There's, I mean, look, Al Horford fits in so many systems. I mean, you got places like uh, the Memphis Grizzlies that could use them. I don't think they'll sign him because obviously they have their big men. But, I mean, you got you to gotta stay with the times. The Spurs could use him. Portland could use them. There's a lot of teams in the NBA that could use Al Horford. I think Al Horford is ultimately going to sign with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And, and the reason being is – and another place that Al Horford could go is Miami. I mean, that's another fantastic option. There, I honestly could tell you right now I have no idea – but if I was Al Horford and in his camp, I'm signing with the I'm signing with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Reason being is I think Al Horford's getting to that point in his career. He's thirty now. He's gonna be thirty-one next season. He played every game in, in, in he played every single game last year for the Hawks. He averaged fifteen points a game, seven rebounds. The guy is absolutely outstanding as a player. I just think he's turning into a guy who's going to be more of a rotational type player. And if you talk about a perfect rotational player for a team like an Oklahoma city, you're going to get everything you want out of Al Horford. If I'm Al Horford, I sign a solid two, three year deal with Oklahoma city, maybe even a four year max. and and finish out the best years of my career, potentially winning a championship next year with two guys in in Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. That's the best opportunity I say for Al Horford. I think he goes to Oklahoma City, but to be 100% honest, I have no idea. He's one of those guys where I just cannot pinpoint where he's going to go this offseason, and with that, that's just my Al Horford take. DeMar DeRozan, 26 years old, seven years in the league. He's been in the league since he was a baby. Um Look, I think he's going to stay in Toronto. I think he hurt himself a lot this postseason with, with a lot of the struggles he had. I, I, think, I think DeMar DeRozan can still go to the Lakers and potentially maybe even, the, uh, maybe even a team like the Los Angeles Clippers. But I think DeMar DeRozan, if he knew what's best for him, would stay in Toronto because I don't think anywhere else will value him as much as Toronto will. On top of the fact, Toronto's still a very good team. I think DeMar DeRozan's going to get a big-time deal. I think he's going to get a max contract. He's going to get every penny he's worth. And I think if Toronto keeps building around those core guys and Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan and uh, – and, and, um, and, excuse me, I'm blanking on his name. He was on the Hawks last year. Damari Carroll, if they, get, if they keep that core together for the next couple of years, LeBron James is eventually going to get too old. And they could potentially slip into the conversation of being an Eastern Conference champion. And if they do that, who knows? Once you get to the t- championship, as we saw this year and last year, anything can happen in the NBA Finals, and especially if you have that talent. It's definitely doable on that end. Mike Conley, look, I'm a Spurs fan, and I'm going to straight up tell you, I want Mike Conley on my team. And reason being is I think Tony Parker's starting to get into that point of his career where he's turning into a guy who's probably down on the downslope of his career of a guy who's who needs to just come off the bench and be the best backup point guard in the league and maybe even mike conley and uh and tony parker can can swap roles and and and, and, and swap roles from time to time and tony parker can turn into that guy who's the starter maybe 30 percent of the season and then have mike conley be the other 60 percent and then the postseason i mean that's kind of where the spurs are right now with point guards i think if mike conley knew what was best for him he'd go to the spurs and start really trying to win championships there. He is a fantastic defender, a fantastic player overall. He played 56 games this year was not 100% healthy, but he still averages 15 points a game, 6 assists. He's an outstanding distributor. He plays the game right. He is a perfect fit for the San Antonio Spurs if they were to do so. Dirk Nowitzki, I think he's going to sign I think he's either going to stay with the Dallas Mavericks or he's going to go to a team like Golden State. I really could see the Golden State Warriors picking up a guy like Dirk Nowitzki. I really could see it. I could see him starting about half the season, maybe not the entire year, but I could see him starting half the year. Uh, Draymond Green starting in his place obviously, and 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 then when Dirk does start, it's going to be guys like Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green and Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, that's an offensive juggernaut if I've ever seen one. And if and if he goes there, which I think will happen, I think he'll sign a one-year deal in Golden State just to try and wrap up and finally end his career with the championship. You talk about a team that would become even better offensively with a guy like Dirk Nowitzki, I don't see the downside. I think it could happen. I think it could happen now, and I think it could happen sooner than we think. So I think Dirk Nowitzki is going to go to the Golden State Warriors. If he stays in Dallas, that would not shock me, but I also could see him going to a place like Miami. I could see Dirk going to a lot of places, but if I had a hunch, it would be that he could potentially go – to the Golden State Warriors. Pau Gasol, he's gonna be a San Antonio Spur. I think I think Pau Gasol is finally recognizing that he is on the downslope of his career. He's been in the league fifteen years, 35 years old. He's been around the block. And I think now he's just trying to finish out with the championship. He's a great distributor as a big man, great defense. He's a solid defensive player. He's definitely older, and and once in a while he'll give you those monster games. That's all the Spurs need. I mean, Tim Duncan will probably come back, more than likely. And if it's him and Pau Gasol down low in the paint, uh, down the end of stretch of ball games, that's a pretty solid combination with LaMarcus Aldridge, who's the scorer uh, on that team as the big man crew. They'd be set. They'd be set at the front court. Look, if they, if the Spurs pick up Mike Conley and Pau Gasol, you talk about. And, and what if Dwayne Wade signs a one-year deal with the Spurs? You're talking about a team. Wait, I don't think they're going. I don't think they're gonna get Dwayne Wade. The Spurs ain't getting Dwayne Wade. But realistically, if they get Mike Conley and Paul Gasol, you talk about a very successful, a very very successful off Because then they'll have Mike Conley, LaMarcus Aldridge, and uh, Kawhi Leonard as the big three for the, potentially the next four years, three or four years in San Antonio, that's a big time opportunity and a big time window to compete for championships and stay on top as the, as the, uh, as the, 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 legendary trio fades itself out because Tony, I think Tony can still start one more year, but he is not at an all-star caliber player anymore. He's just a, he's just a guy now at this point, uh, manager Nobly is, in my opinion, he should have retired two, three years ago. Tim Duncan is just a defensive specialist at this point. These guys are really starting to fade fast. I think if they picked up a guy like Paul Gasol and Mike Conley, it would rejuvenate them a little bit more, and it would give them more of an opportunity to play at a high level with these other teams in the NBA. Other guys to mention, Jamal Crawford. I think Jamal Crawford is on the move. I don't think he's going to stay in Los Angeles. I honestly can't tell you where I think he's going to go. But if there was one place I think Jamal Crawford could go and shine, look, I know it's out of the blue, and I know it's crazy. Jamal Crawford, I think he's going to be a Chicago Bull. Reason being is he's been on the Bulls before. They got a they got a rebuilding situation that they can do right now. Jamal's at the end near the end stage of his career. I think he signs a solid two three year deal, finishes out his career in style, and, and he might even help the Bulls uh, attract more free agents. People forget the Bulls are still a top five market in the NBA. And if Jamal Crawford and Jimmy Butler are there and Jamal Crawford's playing the small forward position or even coming off the bench most of the time and they can find a way to get a couple of big men, maybe find a way to even get a guy like Al Horford, or get a big time uh, point guard or even get a point guard in this free agency period. This team instantly becomes solidifying contenders again and they turn into a team that can win now. I mean, Jamal Crawford, I think, would fit perfectly in Chicago. Uh, off the bench uh, backing up for a guy like Jimmy Butler or even starting at the small forward position. He's a big, big shooting guard uh, at the size he is. And I think he can do that if he goes to Chicago, a couple other names as well. Andre Drummond, he's a restricted free agent. I think he stays in Detroit. I, I just don't see him going anywhere. There's no way Detroit lets him go. And if they do, they're absolutely out of their mind. Hassan Whiteside. That's another one. I think honestly, Hassan Whiteside is going to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. I think Hassan Wants to be in the spotlight, but also be a big time name. I, I think he if he wants to be that big time name and really start something for himself. He goes to the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that's the best option for them. Honestly, at the big man position, it we all know it did not work with a guy like um it didn't work with a guy like Dwight Howard two three years ago four years ago. When they had him, I think this is a different scenario where Hassan wants to prove that he has moves on the inside, on top of playing defense on a consistent basis. I think this is the White's time, or excuse me, Hassan Whiteside's time to really shine in front of uh, the world in a Los Angeles big market and prove why he's a big time threat. I know people are saying that he potentially might not go there, but that would be the spot I would go if I were him. Other names I forgot to mention: Chandler Parsons. He's not signing with Dallas. We just heard that he's not going to go back to the Dallas Mavericks. I think Chandler Parsons is probably going to end up in a place like uh, in a place like Miami. I think that's a fantastic place for him to go, especially if Dwayne Wade resigns. I mean, you think about it. You got guys like Goran Dragic, Dwayne Wade, Chandler Parsons, um, and they're going to be rebuilding with a couple other guys at the big man position. Who knows? Chris Bosh comes back healthy. Maybe they get another center. They're going to be fine. Miami's going to be a good team next year, and I think that's the place where Chandler Parsons to go. Al Jefferson, he may join him. I think Al Jefferson may also go to Miami and be a big-time contributor there. Al Jefferson's kind of at a funky stage of his career. He came in out of high school. He was an outstanding player with the Boston Celtics early on in his career, but I think now is the time for Al Jefferson to really go out and make his serious money. I know he just signed a big deal, earlier but now he's got an opportunity to make some serious coin which i think he deserves coming out of charlotte and i think he's going to leave the charlotte uh charlotte hornets and he's going to go to a place like miami and solidify a new chapter in his career lual dang wouldn't be shocked if he went back to the chicago bulls again i think the bulls are going to make some significant moves this off season, and they're going to find a way to get big names moving forward um brandon jennings apparently is being sought out to be a potential guy to go back to uh, – not go back, but he could potentially go to the new, new uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets. I think that's a solid place for him to go. I think that would be a good option for him to restart and build his own name, and I think that's where he might go. I think that where he where he might end up. Marvin Williams, look, I don't know where he's going to go either. He's one of those guys – but I could see Marvin Williams going to play for a team like the Orlando Magic. They need a big small forward who can really do some things, uh, you know, for them. And he's in the prime of his career right now, and he's a solid player who plays almost every night. I think that's his best option to go back to a team like the uh, to go back to a team like the Orlando Magic and solidify himself. Bradley Beal is a restricted free agent. I think he stays in Washington. He signs a max deal and he stays there for as long as he can. Courtney Lee. I I believe he's on the move as well. I think Courtney Lee is going to find himself a solid spot. And if I'm him, to be honest with you, Courtney Lee and Hassan Whiteside in L.A., that sounds like an awesome idea for him. I think he goes to the Los Angeles Lakers this offseason. Again, these are all just kind of off the top of my head rumors, but I'm just spreading them because guess what? Everyone else is doing the same thing. Might as well join them. Deion Waiters, I think he stays in Oklahoma City. I mean, if you see what they're doing right now, you've got to stay there. Even though you're not going to play as much as you did this year, I swear he's going to be a big-time factor if he wants to win a title. Trevor Booker is a guy who needs to be on the move. 28, entering the prime of his career for the Utah Jazz. Big-time power forward who has unbelievable offensive skills. I think, honestly, if Trevor Booker wants to go to a place and, 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 and grow, go to the Boston Celtics. Look. If the Celtics get Dwight Howard and Trevor Booker, they'll have – think about this Think about this starting rotation. Isaiah Thomas. You got, it, you got Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Jalen Brown, Trevor Booker, and Dwight Howard. That's a terrifying team that's ready to go out and win championships. I could see that totally happening. Trevor Booker would be an outstanding pickup for the Boston Celtics. Harrison Barnes. Man, I, this guy needs to stay. I mean, he needs to stay in Golden State. He's not good enough to go anywhere else. He proved that he really can't carry it on his own. But if he does go somewhere else, I could totally see him going to a place like the Lakers. And I think he, I think he will more than likely. I just don't see how Harrison Barnes has the audacity to even leave Golden State. He's going to make real money wherever he goes. But the guy, is, uh, the guy is not as good as everyone's trying to lay him out to be. We saw it in the NBA Finals, and we saw him really fade away most of the time. In that circumstance, Maurice Spates, I think he's going to go somewhere else as well. I think the Dallas Mavericks would be an awesome opportunity for him to really uh, to really grow into a starter. I think Maurice Spates has earned his opportunity to start somewhere in the NBA. He's an outstanding offensive player. And even if he doesn't start, he's going to be a great asset for a team off the bench. And one of the best bench players in the NBA, Evan Turner, is going to go start somewhere in the NBA. Maybe he stays in Boston. Maybe he goes somewhere else. I don't know exactly where he's going to go but he's going to be an unbelievable starter. Randy Foy, he needs to stay in, in Oklahoma City. He's 10 years in the league. He's, he's 32 years old. Stay in Oklahoma City. Be a part of the bench. Stay there, Randy Foy. You need to do that. Maurice Harkless, again, restricted free agent, but has a chance to go to a place like Portland. He has an unbelievable opportunity there as well to get it done in Portland uh, and help that team grow as his career unfolds. Bismack Biombo. If I'm Bismack Biombo, I go to the Portland Trailblazers. They need size. They need a guy who can give you energy off the bench or start or what have you. He's 23 years old. He's young. Sign a max deal somewhere, and I think it's going to be Portland. I really do. Bismack Biombo, Damian Lillard, and CJ McCollum. That sounds like a lot, a lot of good stuff there as Bismack Biambo, uh moves forward with his career. Deontis Montiunis, Evan Fournier, Jared Sollinger, they're all restricted free agents. I think they stay where they're at. I don't think they go anywhere, and I think they sign pretty sizable deals moving forward. And uh, other names worth mentioning: Jordan Clarkson. He's also a restricted free agent, but he's going to stay where he's at as well in LA. There's a lot of there's a lot of free agents out there. A lot of big names. Obviously, you got other guys like Andrew Nicholson. You got Terrence Jones, Matt Barnes, Austin Rivers, Ramon Sessions. Jeremy, Lin. I think Ramon Sessions is going to go somewhere and find a place to start. He deserved of it he played every single game this year he's a really solid player off the bench but he is he needs to go start somewhere because he's in the prime of his career Kent Bazemore is another big name that's been talked about Austin Rivers Matt Barnes uh other names worth mentioning as well on this list you got Rajon Rondo who's also a free agent Eric Gordon Joe Kim Noah Lance Stevenson Ryan Anderson OJ Mayo Grievous Vasquez Mirza Toledovich, Darren Williams Zaza Petulia J.R. Smith I mean, you got a ton, a ton, a ton of names out there. Ish Smith from Philadelphia. Remember, he's a fantastic guy who played great for Philadelphia this year. He could be a huge asset to someone. Joe Johnson needs to get paid. Again, obviously a guy who took the minimum to go play in Miami. Uh, you got Ty Lawson, Kevin Martin. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of names out there, and names that I haven't even mentioned yet that are also out there as well, guys like Leandro Barbosa, James Johnson, Festus Azili, uh, Etuan Moore, Tyler Hansborough. I mean, there are, there are legitimately about 100 guys in this free agency list that I'm looking at right now that could seriously, seriously impact teams moving forward and really change the dynamic of the NBA. I mean, there's also there's a lot of small-name guys. There's a ton, and I mean a ton, of big names in this free agency list, and let me tell you, I can't wait, and I'm more than excited to get it going. I wanted to give these last 30 minutes of the show an opportunity to really thank CLNS Radio for my opportunity. Um, How I started this show back in December of 2014, think about that, that was almost about a year and a half, two years ago, you know, that was a while back, and um I was doing my own show called The Daily Craze at the time, and Nick Jelso didn't really talk to me. He didn't know me prior to starting my own basketball show, but I started this show called The Daily Craze back in June of 2014. And back at that time in June of 2014, I just wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to get it going. You know, Two years ago, I just wanted to start. And I did about 80 episodes of The Daily Craze. And right around the time the basketball season began, I said I need to do my own show. Like I, I need to do my own basketball show. I love talking basketball. I love everything about it. I love all the all the the drama around it, the rumors, um, you know, the game on the court. Obviously, um, I play I play softball, baseball on my own. I grew up playing the game of baseball. I know what it's about, but it's talk about. Um, but basketball, you can go back in time. You can stay, you know, currently it's crazy. Basketball is such an uh, such a, a trans, transparent sport from the standpoint of going back in time to comparing to, to, to talking about greats and, and comparing players, you know, in their positions and all that. It's great for that. Baseball is like such an individual sport. It's so different, you know, football is just watered down. So excuse me, excuse me. Woo. But from that angle, you know, I decided to do my own basketball show. You know, I love talking college football, too. I love it, but I don't know a lot about it. Basketball is so global now. It's the second most popular sport, in my opinion, probably in the world, um, and the second most popular sport in America. I mean, it's right there on the cusp of everybody. I mean, everybody knows this game. And it's talked about so often enough where I thought, I want to do this. You know, I grew up. Playing baseball, but I also grew up loving the sport of basketball and understanding how how fluid the game is. And making my own show was something that I wanted to do, but but centralizing it to one sport I thought would be tough because I didn't, I didn't know I wouldn't have much to talk about. Little did I know, you know, I started the show in December of twenty fourteen, the Hooper's log, and I did it on my own on blog talk radio. Like I'm doing it right now. And you know, it's crazy. It just, it was just an idea. I had all these ideas in my head of all these things I wanted to do. And you know, a month went by and the next thing I know about two, three weeks, four weeks into it, you know, cause I started like a, about a week before Christmas of 2014 and the next thing I know, two, three weeks later, I'm getting Twitter invites from people who listen to CLNS radio and hear me and and they're just like, man, you should. Are you a part of CoNS Radio? I'm like, no, man. I just do this on my own. This is my thing. This is for fun. This is just a hobby. And then I started talking to Nick Jelso, a couple other guys, Ty Ray, who was my, you know, mentor or whatnot. Guys who have been involved in uh, Celtics conversations for a long time, and they've been a part of radio and TV and all that. And, um, you know, they told me about. the the radio industry and how difficult it really is and you know talking to Ty Ray who's been a part of uh, he's been a part of this for a long time he's been doing this for a very long time almost 20 years and you know telling me about the insights of you know working with the Denver Nuggets when they had Allen Iverson and Carmelo Anthony and and seeing all that and being a part of the TV broadcast station and all that stuff you know learning and, and hearing some of their insights it really helped me Kind of just know that, not that I was by myself, but to understand that there was a lot more uh, to come if I just put the work in. Because at the end of the day, all this comes down to is your work and how much you love it and if you really want to love it. And the one thing I remember Nick telling me and Ty Ray telling me, outside of the fact that, you know, obviously you put in a lot of hard work, is that there's a lot of media content that comes comes along with it, you know, and... With that media content comes, you know, the ability to market, the ability to to put your name out there, and, and follow the recipes of getting sponsorships and things of that nature. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't do that. You know, uh, I didn't find commercializing. Uh, I, I didn't do all those things that I was I was introduced to and allowed to have at the tip of my fingertips. I didn't take advantage of it. And that's my own fault. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and blame anybody for not helping me, which I feel like if there was a little bit more help, maybe that would have been better. But from the standpoint of offering me a platform to talk post game shows with the Boston Celtics, to start a platform where I didn't have one before, you know, daily craze. I never had a platform. Uh, my basketball show when I started the Hoopers log never had a platform. And, you know, I, again, I hate being a preachy person cuz I'm not preachy cuz everyone has their beliefs, but you know, sometimes there's, you know, there's the grace of God. By the grace of God, there was an opportunity that was given to me to just put my voice out there and have an opportunity. And it all came down to, you know, two three things. And Nick told me this multiple times. You you get what you put out of it. And if you put a lot of effort into it and you do things the smart way and you you follow the guidelines and you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be great. Now, to be honest, I didn't necessarily follow all the guidelines. I didn't follow everything to a T and, and even go outside the box and be better. All I did was grind. And with this show, you know, this being the last show on CLNS Radio, they offered me the platform to allow myself to grind, get better, give my own self-experience. I mean, I said this is episode 155, 155 episodes. But people, I've been doing 155 episodes since November 2nd of 2015. And I did eight preview shows, and I believe a couple other shows the previous week, so three shows previous to that, after that. So there's been 166 episodes since October 12th that I've done, or October 11th or 10th or whatever. There, there have been a ton of shows this year on just this year of basketball, and prior to that, I believe there was about, I don't know, 40, 50? So over 200 episodes of the Hoopers log, not just on CLNS, but other outlets altogether, and it's only going to be better going to the NBA lead with all the producers, all the people who are around there talking about NBA, I'm going to talk more than just NBA. I'm going to talk about college. Like I did here. I'm not just going to leave the college game. I love talking about college basketball. We did it on ep- around the episodes, like 90, 98, 99, hundred, talking about the first round of the NCAA tournament. It's crazy, man. Andrew Norris helped grow the show. I mean, you go back with Andrew Norris. I, I talked to him back in August of 2015 and, you know, he was just kind of a fan of the show at the time. And, I was, I was more than grateful that he wanted to be more than just just a fan. He wanted to actually be on the show, and he was a guy that came on and really helped the show grow a, a ton. I mean, an absolute ton. And you know, before I started uh, doing shows at this time, I was doing shows during the day, you know, around 9, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Because that's when I worked. I worked in the afternoon. You know, I work. I work in a warehouse. I worked at a warehouse at the time as the closing shift guy, and I worked in. Uh, now I work in another warehouse providing airplane parts to people. So, um, from that perspective, it's uh, it's it's fascinating how life has taken me here. You know, and again, it all sounds like CLNS has done a whole bunch for me. But in reality, I really did them a disservice. Look, I, I paid the, the the fees for 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 the membership and being a part of CLNS, and I did all that, and I did it for quite a long time. In fact, I did it for over a year, and I know they're grateful for that, and they don't need my you know Nick doesn't need my condolences and, and help and thanks for that. I mean Nick is unbelievable. I mean if you want to talk about a guy who is more than open and willing to helping you out and really a go getter when it comes to the radio industry. I mean, this podcasting group for the last seven years since they started in 09 has been absolutely incredible, and and I'm just just another voice in the dark, you know? I really am. And for them to at least provide that and offer me an opportunity to start, honestly, that's all it takes sometimes is just to start. Now I sit here in front of you with, you know, a blue microphone that I'm talking to you right now, hopefully I have a pretty good clarity on it, and... I'm now going to be joining an industry that started in November of 2015 with Emmanuel Godina, uh, Mark King, who will be my producer, um, Jawan, who I believe will be my co-host. Got a bunch of guys and a bunch of writers and a bunch of uh, member guys who are going to be credentialed throughout the NBA to allow for this to happen. This all started from just an idea. What I want to say is thank you so much to CLNS Radio for allowing me to have the platform. And allowing me to have really the tools at my fingertips, which unfortunately I neglected about 80, 90% of the time. I really didn't really look at them that often. But even if you don't look at them and utilize them, doing this, and if you want to become great in radio, you have to grind. I mean you have to flat out grind to do this. I mean I did this daily, Monday through Friday. From the beginning of November all the way till mid-May, about a month and a half ago, for almost six months, seven months, every day trying to get where I got. I would it would have never mattered if I wasn't a part of anything like CLNS Radio or had someone like Andrew Norris or had the help of guys like Nick Gelso and and Ty Ray and a couple other guys in the back who would help promote. You know it, it would have never happened. I'm just the voice. You know ultimately. All we do as the guys here, this is what I've learned. When I started this whole thing two years ago, a little over two years ago, 25 months ago, as a radio producer, or excuse me, as a radio voice, the one thing I wanted to do with it was get my name out there and, and be the main guy. You know, That was what I wanted to do. When in reality, 25 months later, doing all the shows I've done, I've probably done over 300 shows, Altogether, I've I've done co-hosting as well, so you can probably probably chalk it up to about uh, three fifty to four hundred shows. I've done a ton of shows. I mean, I've really been a part of radio for the last three years, if you think about it, because in twenty thirteen was when I started. I started as a co-host, a part of Speed Hump Sports. My my buddy uh, Marty Elm started the show. It's probably still on Blog Talk Radio. Long time ago, almost three years ago, and I wanted to do my own thing. Started in June of twenty fourteen. Since then, it's just been grind mode, and like I said, man, I have come leaps and bounds of improving, but I'll tell you this much. It hasn't come easy. As as easy as this sounds to talk in the radio right now and do this, it's been through sheer practice, sacrifice. I've sacrificed a lot of my time to do this show, and it's been free and, in fact, paid for. I've paid over $1,000 to get better at this. And I hate, I know I'm patting myself on the back and sounding selfish right now, but it's really been on me to improve. You know, people could say I have all this talent. People I say, you know, this is the crazy part. Like, I hear people, I've done guest spots on Fox Sports Radio and, and other uh, uh, media outlets and things like that. And people say I have all this talent for doing this radio thing. It, let me just say something. When it comes to being great at something and, Ultimately, getting better at it and improving, you can always get better. I'm telling you this. I, it's, I can still get better. Just like JT the Brick, who is one of my idols in radio. Just like Ben Maller, who is one of my idols in radio. Just like Colin Cowherd, you can always get better and always improve. You're never done learning, improving, getting better at what you do. Because this radio thing, man... When you first start, and this is the craziest thing because when I first started this is exactly how I felt. When you start, you you feel like it's dead air. You feel like there's nothing to talk about. You feel like you have all this preparation and then all of a sudden, oh, oh, I I uh, I don't know what to talk about. Doo doo doo. Uh time's going by. That's how you feel. But as you get more and more and more comfortable with it, you hear yourself, you analyze, you learn, you take notes, you learn when and when not to say like, like, um, like, um, pause, stutter, speak your thoughts on the radio, you know, uh, stammer, all these things. When you learn to not do all that and you just talk and you just say things at a relatively normal level and you can just kind of go off the tip of the tongue and just kind of ramble but without really you know like I said like this like right here like stammering but you can keep talking that all takes practice and recognition awareness and ultimately you get to a point where it seems natural and then you get confident and then you get better it's like anything in life the more confident you get And excuse me, the, 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 as much as you love things, I I call it like three things. If you're good at it, if you love it, if you're passionate, which is more than three things, but if you love it, if you're willing to get better and learn, and on top of doing all that, you actually, uh, you actually, um, you know, get confident with it. So if you love it, If you're willing to learn and work for it, and then on top of it, you gain confidence with it, greatness is – there is no ceiling. Greatness is the ceiling, which if you know anything about greatness, there is no ceiling. It keeps going. That's what this whole thing has allowed me to do and allow me to improve upon, and I'm eternally grateful for that. I mean I I never would have thought two years ago, a little over two years ago when I started this whole journey – when you first start all this by yourself, you never would have thought that it would turn into more than just yourself. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Things are always like that in life. Everything's more than just about yourself. But I wanted this to become a me thing and created a me thing. Now it's to the point where I'm a part of something bigger, and I'm just, I'm just a gnat involved. Yeah, I'm a voice, but I'm just, I'm just a part of a team. Which is, you never think that when you're in radio. Now when I listen to the radio, I hear the, the, uh, the spots where they do their, they do their um, excuse me. But I hear the spots when they do their ads, when they do their advertising. I hear, I hear when, when they start talking like Colin Coward or JT the Brick or other guys. I can hear when their mind changes in a separate spot on the radio. Like I can tell where they're going people think everything's scripted on the radio. No, it's it's like ding 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 like you got to be there. Like you got to be there at that point to adjust and go. And I'm only getting better. I ain't even, I ain't nowhere near where I ultimately want to be. Nowhere near. But you got to you got to practice and be on it and think of catchy things on the fly and go. That's how you get great at this. It doesn't just you don't just wake up and say I want to be a radio host and a weekend 3 days in, you're great? Hell no, it takes it takes months. And now for me a couple years, almost 3 years to really get your bearings. Co-hosting, I'll tell you this much, as long as you are energetic and you have an opinion, co-hosting is easy. Hosting a show over time, how you eventually perfect it, you got to have confidence. You got to be quick on your feet. You got to know what you're ultimately talking about and, and go through its own story like an essay, but on the fly. On top of you have a time limit. You got to gauge the time. You got to check your callers. You got to you got to check who's talking to you on social media. It's a balance. It's a juggling act from the get-go. But it is so addicting and crazy fun. CLNS Radio provided me with learning. Did I pay my dues learning? Yeah. And I still got a lot of dues to pay. Believe me. And heading into this free agency period, it's going to be fun to kind of sit back, relax, not do all these shows. Because, man, I tell you, I love doing these shows. But, boy, when you do as many as I did this year, where you get to a point where, you know, March Madness rolls around, and you got, I mean, you got like back-to-back shows every day, hour-and-a-half, two-hour shows, talking straight basketball on top of looking at the NBA and seeing what's going on in conference tourneys and this and that for darn near like eight straight weeks, you burn out. And don't get me wrong, there were times where I hit burnout modes this year. And it's weird because once you get this point in time of the year, you're like, oh, man, I could go another month. But in reality, you know you can't because I know I can't, trust me. I know I cannot do, I I can't do like another week of shows. I'm glad that finally it's tapered off. And I can guarantee you this, for NBA lead, we're not going to do daily shows like we did with CLNS. CLNS provided me with that opportunity. Maybe I shot myself in the foot with with marketing and abilities to grow. But from the standpoint of grinding and learning and and getting better on the fly and prepping and, 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 and doing my own content and things of that nature, man, I know it was all self-inflicted and self-motivated, but I learned tenfold what I probably would never know anywhere else doing this on my own with the help of CLNS's uh, broadcast and, 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 and help through the promotional tools that they gave me. It's, it's unbelievable, and I'm forever grateful for that, and uh, I just wanted to thank CLNS Radio with all my heart, and uh, this is essentially the sign-off, free agency. We got, we got less than three and a half hours. We're almost three hours left until the free agency begins. It is like we are sitting here right now waiting for Santa to come down the damn chimney for our teams, the 30 teams in the NBA, whichever team you root for. I'm a Spurs fan. I'm rooting. I want someone. We're all waiting to see what we're going to get. And our phones are going to absolutely blow up over the next, I don't know, 250-plus hours. 400 and 500 hours over the next 30 you know over the next 20 days 10 20 days our phones are going to explode with what's going to happen we don't know and that's so exciting and it's going to be fun to sit back and see what happens and for me simo buckets on clns radio i am uh again eternally grateful to have been a part of this station since january of 2015 it's been like i said 18, 19 months darn near that I've been a part of this whole thing and, uh, I couldn't be more grateful. Um, I've experienced some things through CLNS radio with some of the people that, um, when it comes to, when it comes to the, uh, you know, lives, lives of some people, we experienced the death here, which should never happen ever. It was, uh, There's been some trying times with CLNS from the standpoint of just family because ultimately everything's a family all together. And with that, I'm signing off and uh, I'm out of here. And uh, again, thank you so much CLNS. I'm gone. Drake, take it away. Winner. Man, see, this song right here as we leave is the mentality behind What I loved most about CLNS Radio. I'll see you on the other side, at the NBA lead. Follow me on Twitter, at SEMOBuckets253. We're a winner, no matter where we go. CLNS Radio, thank you so much again. Have a good one, everybody.
0: Forming tonight, you know that shit gonna be packed. Pay me in advance and make sure that it's exact. My ex girl will probably show up for the simple fact that tomorrow she could tell all of her friends it was whack. But oh, that, yo, this about me. They say my whole fan base is missing ID. But the young trans, and musician IV got pretty giving up the recognition ID. Never bring your missus by me I'm it, I'm it Call me Mr. IT If I get one wish I'ma wish to die free They say do here, ball like Mrs. Ivory And I do The realest in my age group, no shit Soho, Cosmo, Bob Mark, Blowfish Let's make a toast Tell your friends, come closer Drinks on me like a coaster We doing it big Look at what I done Look at where I'm in It's only just begun Cause I was staying home When they was having fun So please don't be surprised when they announced that I won And this is how my speech goes I deserve this shit, I deserve this shit I deserve this shit That's all I gotta say At the top is where I stay And tell my haters never go away Long awaited, hated Fans see me out and they holler happy belated It's about time that you made it I was bumping your songs when nobody else played it When I was up at high beat in Atlanta steady giving daps Fetching niggas drinks but I never got the rap If anybody asked though so I probably would have snapped But I can't buy nothing so my lawyer gets the facts decides what the definition of talent is and mrs murray look at what my talent is and where your business is it's been a couple years yes it's not about who you know it's just how you balance it it's always awkward to dummy a nigga artist and get on someone's song where you know you coming the hardest it's how you start acting when nobody can reach you my plans just hatched happy easter and i'm doing it big look at what i've done look at where i'm in it's only just begun because i was staying home was having fun, so please don't be surprised when they announce that I won. And this is how my speech goes. I deserve this shit. I deserve this shit. I deserve this shit. That's all I gotta say. At the top is where I stay, and tell my haters never go away. The winner, the winner. Uh. Okay, I do it for the love. Bunk bear flow, always one level above. If I'm in your starting five, you will never need a sub, and I'm never looking down, so I always know what's up. A lot of people saying fuck me. Problem is they be telling everybody but me. But I always got a Starbucks verse being brewed too hot. Please please double cup me. They never gave me support like Chuck T. And I never trust the nigga saying trust me. Nick Cannon and Will never did it. This ill, so you tell her house band don't you dare interrupt me. Thanks to my mother for never giving up. You deserve a world now, go live it up. Thanks to Uncle Steve, my hero who always saved us. I can back, everything you gave us, and to my dad, even though we was apart, I couldn't leave you out, you forever in my heart, yeah, and in the name of Evelyn Cher, I forever forgive anybody that never was there, for me, no other woman could ever compare, my angel, I hope heaven's prepared, for whenever you there, uh. Revolutionary flow in every scenario Coming through your stereo Got a new chick booty round like the merry-go Bitches like where you And be like, there go And this verse deserve a burial Don't cry for me, this ain't motherfucking Mario Yeah, and polo isn't at my session It's the anticipation Keeping everybody just like. Look at what I've done Look at where I'm in It's only just begun Cause I was staying home When they was having fun So please don't be surprised When they announced that I won And this is how my speech goes I deserve this shit I deserve this shit I deserve this shit That's all I gotta say At the top is where I stay And tell my haters never go away it's